do we want a Brian? Are you sticking around? We can. Depends on how short you, you keep to. this. Well, you what can do you just, want to talk about? You can leave in the middle of it if you want. Honestly, does That's anybody cool. need a break? Yeah. No, I'm good. Uh, I mean, I could pee, but I could also just leave and go pee. True. I, I mean, you wanted to talk about record. Castlevania Nocturne. Uh, yeah. And then I I thought, oh, I, I've seen both Oppenheimer and Barbie. <clears throat> so I can both talk to them? those. Yeah. Oh, my God. I Same saw day? Oppenheimer. No, it was two different weekends. But, I, um, I've wanted to see those. I want to see the Indiana Jones movie, whether it's good or not. I want to see that, too. It just wasn't a priority but i guess the only movie i'm definitely gonna see is gran turismo yeah we will be seeing (laughs) gran turismo uh before it releases for the public so we can that can be a that can be an episode for sure Mm -hmm. we could and then i'm gonna be sleep deprived the next day i'll find the one that i did uh well we don't have to record it that night oh no (laughs) we're definitely not recording it that night uh I'll find the one that I think we did for Warcraft where I did I did both theme songs with the pest like record scratch in the middle. Mm. <laughs> so I'll do that. Uh both Oppenheimer and Barbie are very, very, very good for very different reasons. Both make you sad about humanity for very different reasons as well. Hmm. Um and uh and I recommend them both greatly. Uh, unfortunately the Detroit science center, uh, is showing it in film IMAX and, and, but like all the showings sold out very quickly. So I did not get to see it. I did see it in 70 millimeter though. Oppenheimer. That is not Barbie. Um, cool. Oh, but it's very good. People should go see that. What are you going to say? Did they film Barbie in IMAX? (laughs) (laughs) No, but they should have. The sets were really cool. Like it was all very, they did a really cool combination of like practical sets and like matte paintings and like for like the Barbie fantasy land, Barbie land. Uh, yeah. they, they, they did a lot of cool shit with that. Uh, I, I heard there was a shortage of pink paint because of that set. I wouldn't be surprised. Everything was very pink. Um, uh, that movie's very funny and it's very good. Ryan Gosling, very very good margot robbie embodies barbie regardless of whether or not she's in a barbie movie she also did a very good job um i don't want to spoil anything but i just have to say that the movie uses the song push by match matchbox 20 to very great comedic effect and I, of all songs it's it's fucking perfect it's so fucking good it's so good it's incredible okay. it's just it's yeah i want to push you around yes. i don't want that stuck I will, in my head it's been stuck in my head all fucking day because of it's Barbie. weird that you say that because i randomly i think saturday night maybe when i was driving home from work really late because I had to go in to finish up something, I uh, I kicked on a '90s like playlist <laughs> on my uh, on my Google account, and a bunch of Matchbox Twenty popped up, and I was yeah. like, 
you know, as much hate as these guys probably get, like this was like peak late nineties rock, like radio rock. I don't like that's It's funny. Cause I was reading a trivia thing where like, apparently Rob Thomas was very reluctant to license the movie to Barbie because of how much of a laughing stock they can be. And I was like, are like, are they really the butt of the joke that nah, much? He's, he's just, he's I taking himself Thomas way too is. seriously. Look at, look at the dude from Nickelback who was just oh, like, yeah. he embraced like, it. You think we're the worst fucking band in the world? Well, look at my millions of fucking yeah, dollars exactly. and shove my foot as far up your ass as possible. Like, yeah. no, I, which I, is I, what uh, Rob Thomas should be doing, man. I mean, who cares, dude? Like, I, yeah, the only, you shouldn't this, let the thing people is, push him around. <laughs> I don't even think they're one. They're not that bad. First and foremost, 3 a.m. is a fucking amazing song. Um, Actually, that whole all the singles off of that first album are yeah. all really good. They're all yeah. really, really good. And the only thing anyone ever makes fun of them about is not even them as Matchbox 20. It's, it's Rob him, Thomas Rob Thomas, Santana, because of right? fucking Santana. Yeah. Give me a whole maker real. I was fucking about it. <laughs> you know, that's all anybody makes fun of. Nobody gives a shit about the rest of it. He's taking himself way too seriously, man. I'm glad he licensed it to the movie, though. So good for him for, you know, not being a prude, I guess. Yeah. No, I think I think uh, it's it's very good. Like it's a it's an incredible use uh and yeah no uh barbie is very worth seeing i don't know that you need to see it in a theater the same way that i think you should see oppenheimer in a theater um but you know it doesn't hurt they're both doing very well which is the incredible thing um they both made double their projections i think barbie was expected to make like 80 million and Oppenheimer was expected to make forty million, and Barbie made one hundred and sixty million, and Oppenheimer made eighty million, which is, you know, it was it was literally the fourth biggest weekend at the box office of all time, nice. the most amount of money ever, number four. So you know, people were worried that. The Flash bombing and an Indiana Jones movie bombing was the end of blockbuster cinema, uh, and they're they're wrong. All it takes is IMAX Daddy himself releasing a movie and Barbie <laughs> as well to save the cinema. Not even IMAX Tom Cruise Daddy. could do it alone this year. <laughs> yeah, like fucking. Uh, apparently, there was a Mission Impossible movie that came out the week before Oppenheimer. And apparently Tom Cruise threw a shit fit because as soon as Oppenheimer opens, all of the IMAXs go to Christopher Nolan. That's just, I think that's written in his fucking contract. He's like, I don't make a movie unless I get all the IMAX screens. And Tom Cruise is fucking pissed about it. And IMAX was just like, sorry, our hands are tied. When daddy says. Yeah, they're they're like, you know, Chris Nolan owns us, right? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Apparently, Kodak developed the first black and white film for IMAX cameras for this movie. Wow. Yeah. So that's the power that Christopher Nolan has, and rightfully so. 
I just want to say this 90s playlist is so good. I'll share it in in the Discord for everybody. Good. You should. It's got a lot of bangers on it. And I thumbsed up like all of the all of the Matchbox 20 without even knowing it. Like I didn't even know I did that. But they already had thumbs up. So. Beautiful. Uh Brian, you're excited for Castlevania Nocturne. I am. We're all excited for it. I I'm excited really for enjoyed it. that I just, series. And I need this to looks catch up. awesome. Yeah. So the this trailer is, is very well done. This is the sequel series to Castlevania on Netflix uh, that will be starring Richter Belmont, correct? Yes. Uh, which is exciting. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm down. Uh, do you think they're working? To, is this is this? So I assume this is maybe leading towards like an Alucard season, like an Alucard fronted. I know he was in. I don't know if they're going to, like, if they're following the direct lore of the game necessarily. Um, But this would mean if they're, if they're going with Richter's like origin story, basically, and then his come up, then it's going to lead into uh, Castlevania X uh, fucking bloodlines or whatever. Right. Is that the Rondo of blood or yeah, blood. I think. Well, X was the one. It was Castlevania Five that was on like Super Nintendo, which was the Richter one. That is the the pre. It, it basically is the opening scene of of Symphony of the Night. Um, you play as Richter at the very end of that game. Um, so Castlevania I don't know if, if, Dracula X was the remake of Castlevania Rondo of Blood, which is yeah, yeah. So okay. I don't know if they're actually following the lore, like because I I. I don't remember. I don't know enough of the lore. I really shouldn't be speaking to any of this, but, um, but if they actually lead into doing like a Symphony of the Night season, I don't even know what I would do with myself. <laughs> so that's coming out September twenty eighth. That means I have, I've got a couple months to catch up. I need to do that. I absolutely need to do that. I was trying to see if I know who know any of the people that they have cast in the season. I started rewatching the third season because I forgot where I left off, so I like restarted it. I'm using it as treadmill fu- uh, fuel right now because it's hard nice. enough to fucking stand on a treadmill for half an hour. Um, but. I forgot how it's this show's so good, man. Well, it's, maybe uh, we can we can spoilerize yeah, it a little do bit. A, if do I a catch season up. three spoiler later once I uh, once I finish it, that would be cool. But yeah, I um, I'm really excited. Malcolm McDowell is uh the vampire in the in the in in the trailer. Nice. Um, Apparently, That's Zon McLarnan, who played uh, Akechita in Westworld, is going to be Olrox in Castlevania Nocturne. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, if he's playing Olrox, they must be doing some Symphony of the Night shit. Like maybe it's like a 
a blend of the two. So the Wikipedia article says it's an upcoming adult animated dark fantasy action streaming television series created and written by Clive Bradley, blah, 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 blah. A spinoff of the Castlevania animated series. It is based on the video game series of the same name by Konami and adapted from the 1983 entry Castlevania Rondo of Blood and its sequel, Symphony of the Night. Okay. So. So it's going to kind of blend the two of them. Yeah. Who is Edward Blumel? The dude playing Richter. What is he? I don't done? know him from anything in particular. I don't. Yeah, I don't recognize any of these movies. I've seen. I've seen Killing Eve, and I've seen The Crown, but that's not. Yeah, particularly. And he was apparently in a Dark Picture Dark Pictures game as well, playing Jeff. Brian, did you watch? Uh, the Bear season two. I was going to call it I Chef because that's what Nicole. And it I was awesome. It. <laughs> it was a lot different than the first season, but yes, equally Jeff. is good, if not better. Yes. Good. Yeah. You have the correct opinion. We burned about... through that so quick, both seasons. So, yeah. uh, looking forward to whenever the next one comes out. If I assume there will be another one. Yeah, I don't know with this. Uh... The studios being terrible to the talent. Uh, hopefully, they decide to not be assholes at some point soon. <laughs> then we can get good stuff like Chef season three. I there was a, a tweet. I don't remember who it was from, but they said something about how like AI could never replace humans with movies and art because with AI you will only get mediocrity because AI hasn't experienced loss it hasn't experienced love it hasn't experienced friendship and companionship or any of these things that like we as humans actually experience which are often the inspirations for the creations that we make and I thought that was a really awesome way to look at things um and I, I think, think that's, that's a, something that like the studios really need to kind of take into consideration. Because do you want to just do you want every studio to just turn into the fucking Hallmark Channel? Because I don't. <laughs> like, no. But on the other, on the flip, I would say, I I I'll I'm a fan of a lot of Marvel shit, but there are plenty of people that would say that the 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 fervor over the Marvel Cinematic Universe has maybe shifted people more towards being okay with the mediocre as opposed to the great. And so when the studios look at it and are like, we could have, we could have Marvel, you know, we could have that or whatever they look at it for. Like, I don't know. Uh, We live in a country where like the number one movie most of the years when they come out is fucking Transformers movies and they're terrible. (laughs) And so like if studios are just chasing money, they can probably get it with mediocre, you know? Right. As long as it looks cool, looks fun, you know? I guess. created explosions by AI, but (sighs) yeah, I don't know. They need to get their heads out of their asses and make a contract that doesn't suck both the for both the actors and the writers right anyway anyway anything else for the side quest nah 
Brian, you posted this 8-bit dough retro mechanical keyboard that looks like the Famicom keyboard, and um, it looks pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, it actually has decent features, too. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> there, There's a regular uh, classic NES version as well, but I oh, thought nice. the Famicom one looks cooler because it has cooler colors. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Anyways. We'll have a shorty today. Yeah, we'll keep it short and sweet. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, everybody. We'll catch you next time, and we'll maybe talk about some other cool things like food, if we can find some interesting food to eat. I yes. haven't found any because I eat the same shit every fucking day, and uh, it's pretty sad. But I love Mr. Kebab. All praise gas station kebab. <laughs> praise be. That's all. Peace.